Welcome back, guys, to another great episode of the Geeks and Turians. We got ourselves good old... Name's Jeff. How's it going? And man who needs a haircut himself, though I can't complain, because I need one to <laughs> kill. <laughs> Daniel, how's it going, buddy? It's been all right. It's been a while. How's it going? That's been good, man. You know, all these new announcements coming up with all these games, you know, it's bound to, for us to at least talk about something. Um, we couldn't get you on for um, the PlayStation one, but you know what? Let's still talk about PlayStation. I know you like the whole um, PlayStation look, five look. Like at first, I was kind of turned off by the controller, but after seeing uh, the console itself and everything with the aesthetics, I'm starting to like get into it a lot more. My issue is that I don't like it laying down. I mean. <laughs> console I ever had on it sideways was literally just the Nintendo Wii and the Wii U. Uh, Fair enough. You could do it with, I know you could do it with PlayStation systems, but you need to stand and uh, mm-hmm. it feels a little off. No, and Joey, you, you and I are straight Xbox, Nintendo, might get a PlayStation depending on the money. Uh, yeah, depending on the price point of the PS5, yes. Yeah. Which is still a thing that we all have to think about. Yeah. The reason I'm talking about all these um, systems about Microsoft, Sony, Sony, Nintendo, is that if you're out of the loop, there is a strong brand loyalty within the gaming community, especially especially when it comes to the PlayStation and Xbox fans. The you, you many would know the console wars, and we're here to talk about that because you know at the time of this recording, Xbox is coming out with their thing, or already came out. And you know, Sony's supposedly coming out something next month, and so is Xbox. Uh, yeah, it's 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 that time of uh, of, of the uh, of the brand new next generation hype train, and uh, it's, uh, it's it's uh, it's the classic Sony and Microsoft PlayStation versus Xbox, like you know, blue, blue versus green should be red. Uh, well, Nintendo's red, but Nintendo has just questioned itself across the way while the other two very console companies are fighting. Nintendo just sort of like in its own little pool playing by itself. Yeah. Nintendo, Nintendo's laughing. Nintendo is like that, that little uh, that dude is like cool. Everybody's like, hey, how's it going, guys? How's it going? And well, Nintendo and and Sony are still talking about each other's mamas. Like, no, dude, calm down. <laughs> so, I mean. Daniel, you you yourself, who who's at least dabbled with one of the two consoles, you you've seen this brand loyalty, have you not? This sort of console war. Plenty of times, and um, still goes on to this day, apparently. Yeah, it's surprising because, like, for me, I felt like it was the most strongest when it was the PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty era. I feel like that's when you. That's when, like, not only is when we got our whole online gaming stuff going on, you know, where it's really started to hit its peak, um, and now it's kind of grown. That's when, like, people really started getting into the whole, oh, no, you know, PlayStation has all this, and Xbox has all that, and as we, you know, continue to grow, some of us have matured. I know I have. Uh, Daniel, I know you have. Joey, uh, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you get that? You live with me. Yeah. So you got to put up with my sh- me and my shit. So, we've kind of, like, just accepted the goods and the bads, but... Apparently, some people don't. Some people like just like to argue. So, we're gonna, so like I said, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the the side for PlayStation. You know, what's their deal and what's decided 
and then Xbox. And you, you know, it's just like, why are they so attached to these brands? And the kind of toxicity that comes with it. Because there's stuff that, I, you know, I'm an Xbox Nintendo owner. But there's some stuff that I'm from PlayStation. I'm like, damn, I would like that. But I'm just, I don't got the money right now. <laughs> you know, this is what we're talking about. So, Daniel, how about you start us off? What do you know about PlayStation when it comes to their fans and why are they so defiant against the Xbox? I mean, like, they've been there since the beginning. Uh, it just came out of nowhere back during the, the PS1 era. Like, uh, it was supposedly just Sega versus Nintendo. And That's Sony right. Came, Sony came out with a PS1 and at a cheaper price point, too, compared to Saturn at the time, which pretty much... Uh, let Sony get into the gaming, uh, the gaming scene, and so over the years we've seen them doing more of these things. And I actually don't know that well because uh, I was mostly a Nintendo guy when I was younger, so I could understand, uh, you know, why people would want to go with P- like PlayStation instead of Nintendo back then as well. Because uh, being stuck with being stuck with the GameCube at the time, I'm seeing all these cool games that I want to see that I can't play, like Kingdom Hearts, Jack. Jack and Daxter, Wretched and Clank, all the cool stuff. God of War. Yeah, God of War, especially, and I'm stuck mm-hmm. here, like, okay, I have Mario, I have Zelda, Metroid, all that, that's cool. That, that looks even awesome, and there's blood and guts and shit. Mm-hmm. Joey, your thoughts on the whole PlayStation? Uh, yeah, I think, it, it, you know, PlayStation itself has a very interesting history, you know, coming out uh, maybe because of... Uh, like an original, like originally Nintendo, like wanted like a CD add-on to I think the Super Nintendo. Uh, uh, close. No, yeah, I think it was just, actually it was it was going to be called the Nintendo PlayStation, but that deal fell through, and then we got the CDI and those. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, 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 and uh, you know, mm-hmm. eventually Sony was like, you know, we already went through the effort of like making a game console, why don't we just you know make the PlayStation ourselves? And, you know, ever since, you know, it's done a pretty interesting job. The PlayStation 1 has, like, a lot of great hits, you mm-hmm. know, especially with stuff like Final Fantasy 7. Uh, Which was originally Nintendo exclusive. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the Final Fantasy brand was usually always on Nintendo, but, you know, when the PS1's, like, graphics were, like, shown in all the polygons. The, the squares? Yeah, and uh, so it's a square, soft, uh, now Square Enix, you know, it was like, we can like now make a Final Fantasy game look so fucking cool, and that's when they jumped the ship to Sony, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. yeah and plus, uh, Nintendo was still using the the cartridge format, and with the yeah. format that they were doing, uh, they had a lot more memory to work with compared to the limited uh, space that the cartridges had at the time. So we were able to get games like Metal Gear Solid, uh, Final Fantasy Seven, you know, and even more titles that. I could just pop out of my head right now, like mm-hmm. Silent Hills. Mm-hmm. A lot of classics right there. And I, I like how, and Daniel, I gotta say, uh, I forgot to mention that, you know, we talk about Xbox and PlayStation, how they are, they have the most, you know, they're the current console war. If you really think about it, back in the days, you know, before Xbox, before PlayStation, like when it was Nintendo, uh, Neo Geo, Sega, Atari, they were, they were always at war with each other. They were always trying to gain your attention. Um, I think there was a what was what was it Sega's um I think it was with the Dreamcast. They had a tagline, um Sega something. What Nintendo. That's the one. Our games 
you can when Nintendo got it. It's not like that. It's yeah. it's uh, so it's been around forever, and Netflix just to come in because like we're talking about more of a, the current situation because I can't speak about the past. Um, yeah, PlayStation I think came out on a you know you guys are right they came out of nowhere and they just showed off the the impressibility that the PlayStation has and that since has started a sort of a you know I can't really find the word to write this way to say it but essentially um, this this whole family of games that you would relate to the PlayStation especially from that PlayStation one era people knew about Final Fantasy, but people didn't really play Final Fantasy until Final Fantasy VII. You know, you can never really get a full-blown horror game until you get Resident Evil and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, don't get me wrong, Nintendo at the time was 64, right? It was 64. Okay. Nintendo 64, you know, you had like Mario 64, um, Link's Adventure, I'm saying Link's Awakening, that's not the right game. (laughs) Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, you know, those games, especially the rare games like Killer Instinct, uh, Perfect Dark, Banjo Kazooie, yeah, they were great games, and they're like loved by people like myself, like the rest of us. But PlayStation had something that they couldn't. And Danny, I think you said it best. They were able to hold enough memory. And Joy, you said it best too. They showed what they can do. Like this is the next step of gaming. It's something you never see in like Nintendo because in reality Nintendo at the time was more of like what's the craziest thing we can do now with our games yeah I mean it, I think Nintendo at the time was still because it was still like like you know the, the, the Nintendo Sega thing was like also like it was like the bit wars you mm-hmm. know it was like the you know the NES was eight bit, and then you know the, the Genesis, Sega Genesis, was like more sixteen bit, and so then you know Nintendo came. Well, I was like, like all right, now we have our own sixty bit console, the Super Nintendo, and then like you know Sega counteracted by adding the thirty six bit add on for the Sega. You know, it was constantly bits, bits, bits. You know, like how 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 far can we push graphically? In fact, you can still see that now with the specs that we see um, PS Five and. Xbox Yeah, but it definitely seems like that's sort of like less. Um, it's more of like it isn't sort of like which console has like the best graphics fidelity. Mm-hmm. It's more like look what we can do on like these. Look what next gen games just look like now mm-hmm. on both systems, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, Nintendo. I, I think definitely dropped out of the whole like making things like graphic. Fidelity stuff, I think around after the GameCube, because like I'm pretty sure like the Wii U was the first HD Nintendo console, right? It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how long it took for them to actually get like actual HD on, on, on Nintendo systems. Because they were more, they switched focus and more more like, let's just get non-gamer people to play our games. Mm-hmm. And you know, that worked just successfully. Yeah, PlayStation you know, what was the game at the time when was it the Dreamcast where PlayStation 1 came out? Yes, I believe so. Uh, uh, no, I think the Sega Saturn was the one that came out. It was, uh, no, the Dreamcast came after, yeah. yeah Dreamcast, Dreamcast came around the time of the GameCube. Am I correct? No. No, yeah, because uh, I, I don't remember when the GameCube came out. I think it was 2001. Yeah, was, I think it was, it was 2001. 2001. That's right. Yeah. yeah, no, okay. yeah that, was, that was the last year the Dreamcast, um, you know, lived. Yeah. Because at that point, it was just simply, you know, 
Nintendo and Sony. And they've had the edge for a long time now. Now, there's going to be a little nice, uh, wait, there's going to be a nice little connection. Around that same time, around 2001, a new console was coming out that was already, you know, getting, you know, attention for, for being sort of like, I would say like one of the first, not the first Western game console. I think that would be Atari, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, I feel like Atari would be. Like, so there's a lot of gaming consoles that came out, like being in the U.S., like the, uh, like, like the honest. Well, it's, like, yeah. Well, essentially, this is a, this is a console made by a well-known uh, computer PC makers, Microsoft, when they released the Xbox. Because now in 2001, now if you have PlayStation One or Two, you're still on Two, right? PlayStation One. I think the Two came out in like 2002. That's right. PlayStation 1. Yeah, we got PlayStation 1 coming out. We have the Dreamcast. We have GameCube. Now we have the Xbox. And the Xbox essentially, you know, a lot of people didn't pay attention until a certain, until a couple, it was released with a game that a lot of people come to love, Halo, which is literally the system killer for that console. People bought Xbox for Halo. I mean, I never had the first Xbox, but... I'm a Halo fan, goddammit. Holding a Master Chief helmet with signatures from... Yeah. But essentially, my point is, it became a very popular game, and that was a system killer. And for those of you who don't know, a system killer means if you want that this is the game, if this is the game you want to buy, you got to buy this console. Which kind of leads us to now, sort of one of the big things that comes from the console war is the sort of and one of the main reasons for brand loyalty for PlayStation is the exclusives. So, Daniel, you know, talk about talk to us about the exclusives, these um, games that you can only play on PlayStation, and probably one of the big reasons why PlayStation has become so well known. All right, um, I guess we could go ahead and start with the PS2 era. Uh, Xbox. Oh yeah, man, I, you can go wherever you want, bro. I'm not stopping you. Yeah, like uh, right around uh, Xbox was still, you know. Planning to you know, ship out their system into the market. Uh, we came out with Middle Gear Solid 2, uh, Z, Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, Gran Turismo, uh, Devil May Cry, which was a Sony exclusive for the first three games. Uh, Silent Hill 1 and 2. Let's see, what was that? I think, I don't remember. I think, what was it called? Siphon Filter, I think. Mm-hmm. That was another good one. And we were already having these games coming out. Oh, especially Kingdom Hearts. Like, that was a Sony exclusive as well for a while. That was for PlayStation 2 era, as I recall. Yeah. yeah like, uh, it was just for... Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 was only on PlayStation. And the spin-offs were only on, on Nintendo handhelds at the time as well. Mm-hmm. So we got the three words, like, everybody. Yeah. And then PS3 comes out. Uh, we, we're starting to get the Uncharted series. We're starting to see Resistance. Uh, Ratchet and Clank's looks on the graphics, it became so like mm-hmm. an actual movie, it's almost comparable to a Pixar film. And I think one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest, uh, games that he had was Metal Gear Solid 4 because mm-hmm. the game was so massive that it was impossible to put on the Xbox unless they uh sell it with uh, eight discs at retail. That's right, I forgot about that. I did not know that actually. I remember hearing it was one of those games that came with multiple discs, kind of like L.A. Noir, um, Red Dead, apparently. 
And yeah, that's what I did. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought it was as well. Yeah, and I think one game you forgot to mention, um, there was um, a lot of, well, also God of War, but I was going to say, PlayStation was one of those places where you would find like these rare Japanese games you would not find in something like an Xbox. Yeah, like uh, the PS2 was a niche uh, console too for those kind of titles. Okay, I wouldn't call a PS2 a niche, but it was a console to go for niche uh, games for uh, mm -hmm. this guy, uh, Persona at the time, Shin Megami Tensei uh, 3. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it goes on, like, like I said. Cause... Well, it's, it's because it's a Japanese console. That's why you would find a lot of Japanese games. And these games are so like impressive that most will try to import them into the U.S. audience. And then you get that niche because I don't know any guy who's took time to... I, I wouldn't say Kingdom Hearts made Final Fantasy. I feel like Kingdom Hearts was more um, easier for people who've never played games. Yeah, uh, well, not considering the gameplay. The gameplay was a little tough. Yeah, even then, uh, when you compare it to the GameCube too, which was out at, the, at the time, uh, it had a fair share of uh, titles that you know niche players would want to get. Mm -hmm. One that comes to mind is Fantasy Star Online, which is mm -hmm. uh, the only online game for uh, the GameCube. Mm -hmm. And Joe, you have uh, any other thoughts on these exclusives when it comes to Sony? Yeah, yeah if we're talking about the exclusives with Sony, yeah, yeah, I think one we kind of got the that came from the PS3 era was the you know, The Last of Us. You know, that was a, oh, that's right. That was that, that, that was a, that was a, yeah, that was a big that was a really big one uh, for the time. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, there's a yeah, there's just a lot of like. Yeah, it had a lot, I think, of appeal, and, you know, that's half the reason why I think, at least in the PS2 era, you know, the PS2 became, like, the, like, it's still, I think, the highest-selling console of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you know. And I think the biggest thing for PlayStation 2 is, uh, most of the, most of the fighting games that everyone wants to play is on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, your, your big games didn't come out, your big fighting games didn't come out till way later. If you wanted a fighting game, a good fighting game, like Tekken, which was big around that time, it was going to be on PlayStation. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was on Xbox. Was, was Tekken on Xbox? I don't think it was. Uh, I think yeah. the only fighting game that Namco released at the time was Soul Calibur, and on the Xbox version, you could play as Spawn. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the GameCube was Link, and then PS2 was Heihachi. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like, uh, when you think of the fighting games at the time, you're, you're going to think of uh, Mortal Kombat or Smash Brothers, because Mm -hmm. Biggest fighting games at the time. But. Yeah, we didn't get Street Fighter Four, which kind of this is kind of like a FGC history lesson. You know, you'll have like the smaller fighting games such as uh, Guilty Gear, mm -hmm. which started off like a lot of niche, like you said earlier niche niche uh, markets that you didn't really, that the the fighting community um, didn't get hit high again until Street Fighter Four, which came out during the PS3 360 era of the consoles. So that's kind of like what we've kind of got now. Nowadays, you know, all these fighting games, uh, fighting game renaissance. But essentially, um, considering the the um, the games that PlayStation has, like you said, a lot of fighting games are going to probably going to be on PlayStation. A lot of gold games are going to be on PlayStation. And I think that's kind of like the, the market that they made. It's because like whenever you hear great games, you kind of always associate with PlayStation. And they've kept that for so long, and that's one of the reasons why you find so many people 
kind of coming to PlayStation. They have that sort of brand recognition of like having great games and games that like catch your eye. Like I can tell you how many times I've known guys who like would play PlayStation just just for like God of War and stuff like that or whatever exclusivity they have or like extra match that makes you want to go buy that game for for PlayStation. So now this has mostly been a PlayStation talk. Let's head on to Xbox. You know, like I said earlier, Xbox came out in 2001 with, you know, not that many recognizable games except for maybe Halo. Um, but let's talk about why people tend to go with Xbox or at least to a point defend Xbox. Daniel? Let's see. Well, I think it's because uh, I think most people like started to like defend Xbox more when we head to the to the era of, of PS3 and 360 because mm-hmm. PS3 it was coming out a year later after the 360. The 360 it was going to have uh, online features and everything more robust than the PS3 as well. Uh, when you compare it, it's very different. Yes, you would have to pay out for online on Xbox 360, uh, but when you compare it to the PS3 all, like online infrastructure, uh, it's very different as well. Because one, on PS3, if you want to talk with your friends, you either have to be outside of a game or you have to be playing the same game at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like Xbox, you could be like playing your own thing while your friends are playing another thing. And you won't have to worry about like you know having to play the same game or not to chat with each other. And then uh, there was that awful, awful, awful moment. Uh, that PlayStation Network outage. That's uh, right. I forgot. I, I totally forgot about that situation where like PlayStation was just out in terms of like online play. But that yeah, was, yeah, that was a, that was a terrible time. And what really made it worse was like uh, around the time when that happened, um, a lot of uh, publishers and everything they were try, trying to make this trend of uh, online passes where you have to redeem a code in order to play online. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. But yeah, I think the reason people are starting to go hop on to Xbox more is because uh, the 360 was out at the time. People were going on there. The online was better on the 360 compared to the PS3. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the next generation hits, they did. They uh, people they didn't want to switch. Uh, they didn't want to switch sides. But you have to make a choice too. Like either stay with the console or like risk us. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to that and like the the known fuck ups that both PlayStation and Xbox have done in this conversation. But, um, Joey, um, what are your thoughts on, like, why people have come to enjoy the Xbox? Yeah, I definitely do think, uh, uh, uh you know, focusing on the just sort of online aspect is definitely a big thing, uh, especially with the 360. Um, I also just think, uh, you know, I think this is where Xbox definitely started to try to, like, create more exclusives for them to, like, entice people to come over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the biggest ones was the Gears of War franchise. Yeah, that's right. Gears of War they start off on 360. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a. I'm pretty sure it was a launch title for the 360. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, first one. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. I think they definitely uh definitely pushed the boundaries in terms of like online capabilities and just sort of like making stuff like uh, a lot easier for people uh in gaming. And I and I think agree that you know because it was released earlier then obviously like people want to play like next gen games are gonna be like well we gotta like uh 
if you want to play any next-gen game, you can either stick with our, we either wait for the PS3, or we can only just hold on 360. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it was a, I think that sort of, like, helped, I think, with, I guess, this brand loyalty thing. Um, as well as, uh, I think, I think one of the biggest things that happened during the 360 era was this weird, uh, sort of, uh, exclusivity deal, kind of, with, uh, with, uh, the Call of Duty games. That's right. Yeah, or the map packs, I think, a month ahead of PS3. Yeah, yeah, I think this was, like, the start of, like, that sort of trend where, like, certain game developers would give certain early access stuff to, uh, to different consoles. And like you know, Activision did it with Call of Duty, and it was like one of like the I think probably one of the big driving forces for uh, more Xbox purchases as well. There's uh, that's where you find like a lot of people just playing. I remember, um, and they make jokes about this now about like you know, oh man, you know people can't handle you know Xbox 360 chats because they're so you know toxic or whatever. But that's because like there were so many people with so many different varieties. I knew guys who were like. Played on PlayStation for a while, but they're like, damn, I wish I had like a 360 so I can like play with like all my friends. Cause that's where you knew like all the interest was on 360. A lot of people came in playing the games on 360, especially the shooters. Cause this is the rise of the shooters. Like not saying like Halo and Gears specifically for Xbox. They weren't popular. They were popular. You know, if some people say that, you know, Halo, Halo 2 kind of, you know, inspired the whole online play the way they've done it for Xbox for all this time. They, you know, it wasn't so Call of Duty that everyone got on in. Was it Modern Warfare? The one? Yeah, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was like the big one. That was the big one that got everyone's attention and started playing online. And now, and because like you guys said, they started off early, they had better, you know, online play. So of course the, you're going to want to play that this game that everyone, especially your friends, are playing on the system that is going to be there. And so, yeah, now I mean, like, talking about some funny stuff, you know, moving on to some, to like, more of like where they, you know, why some people are kind of against the other, you know. Daniel, what do you think is the reason why some people some people just don't want to agree with PlayStation or don't want to go into PlayStation? Well, not considering now, current gen, before new gen. Well, I want to say, like, maybe it's just because of, of the games. At, at first, when the 360 came out and PS3, compare what, comparing the games that they had at the time, the 360 had a lot more games that were going on while the PS3, uh, we were having a drought of games that weren't that interesting or or doesn't appeal to uh, to the player race at the time. Mm -hmm. and after that, I would say uh, the reason they didn't want to switch is because uh, their friends, they're, they didn't want to leave. They didn't want to like lose all their games and stuff. Um, I think that the Xbox, was the Xbox One backwards, backwards compatible at the time or did it update it later? It didn't, it didn't got updated later. Okay. But I would say like, the biggest reason is that they already have their stuff. Uh, they don't feel like switching because it's more of a hassle and, and they have to get another space for a console. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's just because they just... Don't, I, I just don't know how to describe it. I have it in my head, but I just can't describe it. Mm -hmm. So while you're thinking, Joey, what are your th reasons as to why you know people just don't want to 
people have like you know people have something against you know say like PlayStation uh, as as a brand. Uh, I I think it's sometimes uh there there are moments I think I think it's yeah yeah I think it's definitely sort of like uh for moments of a uh, PlayStation doing. Rather, rather Sony doing things that are questionable. I think one of the biggest examples mm-hmm. of, uh, of like sort of people maybe not like liking Sony for the decisions with the PlayStation was uh, I think the crossplay thing initially, because uh, uh, which happened during this generation during the PlayStation Four, right? Yeah, yeah, which is like a which is like a huge uh, like kind of debate thing. I think it started with like Fortnite and Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Were like, I think Rocket League, the Rocket League developers had implemented crossplay with like PC, Xbox One. I think they were trying to do it for Switch as well. Uh, and uh, I think they like they mentioned that like we could do crossplay with like Xbox and PS4, but it's like the, the, the infrastructure is there, but uh, Sony won't give us the green light to do such a thing, which mm-hmm. definitely caused a bit of an uproar. But at the same time, like it, it was, it, it's understandable that. Uh, the place Sony wouldn't wouldn't want crossplay between two different consoles, uh, mainly to to the idea of like if they want to play, if you want your friends to play with you, they should get our console, right? Yeah. So it, it, for them, it was sort of like it just boosts their sales and forces others to you know. It's not very company like. Yeah, it's a very company maneuver. It's it's it's, you know, it's understandable from a company perspective, but like from a consumer perspective, it is sort of like since the uh, since you can clearly get it through like PC and stuff like that, and like they're adding it to the Switch later on, it's sort of just like well, then you're just kind of like limiting your player base. You know, it, it, there's a lot of like uh, reasons for and against, and you know, obviously, I think Sony has sort of uh, back. Track that sort of stance. Yeah, I think it was after the Fortnite comments that um. Yeah, where they sort of like, okay, let's just let's just actually do this crossplay mm-hmm. stuff. I think as well, like one of the big uh, controversies of that too was like uh, the justifications mm-hmm. that some, the, the PlayStation team was giving. They didn't want to hurt their. Um... Well, no, it was like you knew there. I think most people knew that they were doing it just for the money. So. Mm-hmm. But like I think one of the justifications was like, yeah, we just want to protect kids and make sure they're not doing it and interacting with things. Like, what are you on about? Are you implying that all the other like consoles have like dangerous like people on them? Are you? That seems kind of like, you know, crazy. But yeah, you know, I think stuff like that, and I think some other things. I uh, I, I can't. I probably won't go into it just because it probably doesn't really. You might go a bit off topic, but uh, there are certain things that place Sony has done with the PlayStation brand that's, that I think people might just be like, eh. Yeah, I think one thing um, we both, and the we both forgot to mention is that um, at the time, you know, PlayStation was kind of greedy, especially during the PS3 era. Yeah, yeah, with, uh, was it $600? The initial price for the PlayStation 3, I think, was probably $600. Okay, so I wouldn't say they were greedy with the PS3 launch. Um, their plan was that, yeah, they'll build this big, powerful console, 
and hopefully over time, you know, just like a uh, a brand new high def TV or 4K stuff, the prices mm-hmm. to make these uh, systems they would go down, so they could afford it to make it cheaper over time. Mm-hmm. They did it uh, much. They did it at a wrong time, so it took them a while for them to cut down the price. To I think, I think I got my PS3 uh, for two fifty. So it was mm-hmm. a while until like actually you know when it bought the console itself. Yeah, that was, and that, and like I knew that kind of hurt a lot. A lot of them, what they did, because I don't I don't know that many people that were like willing to waste or spend that kind of money, especially if you're adding on like a game which usually is like six hundred bucks, seven seventy if like you know. But that's say six hundred. I mean sixty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Seven ninety nine US dollars. Yeah, and. So it's like that's almost seven hundred dollars. You know, that's a very question, especially if you're like a parent who's like trying to buy their kid like the new system, and you're like, "Mom," and you're like, "Mom, I want to buy a PS3," and they're like, "Sweetie, that's like seven hundred dollars. Can I just get you a three sixty? They got a war, got a war, kind of stuff." And you know, that's kind of the thing that I've, I've always had like an issue with with Sony is like they always seem kind of like. Like, not to say like personally I mean personally for me I feel like I have most of those games I can you know live without you know God of War to me was always kind of cool but I wasn't like the more probably the more recent God of War that I was like really into and then like you know recently you know Spider-Man you know I got Spider-Man in the background guys come on but you know it's um it's the only reason I can probably go into it now 360 I feel like um sorry for Xbox I feel like gets a lot more hate nowadays in in this whole console war, and uh, Daniel, I think you can start us off as to what did you ever find out what you wanted to say, or you just forgot about it? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think I found out. So basically, I think the reason uh, people want to stay with Xbox instead of PlayStation is that yeah, PlayStation they can be very anti-consumer at times. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, backwards compatibility. Uh, we didn't have it at first. Uh, Xbox, they done it with updates over time to eventually now it plays 360 in the original Xbox games. Well, Sony, they didn't really show any interest in it. Um, so I figured myself, like, okay, so PS3, it was a like it was a high-end console at the time, and its infrastructure is completely different and very difficult to uh, to develop for. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, how like some games were looked a little rough. Because uh, they weren't uh, that well adjusted to uh, developing games for PS3 at the time, but mm-hmm. okay, I can live without PS3. I'll, I'll keep it. Uh, maybe I can still play PS2 or PS1 games. Um, none of that whatsoever. Instead, PlayStation they rather pushed a service called uh, PS Now, which is kind of like a their streaming version, uh, their, uh, streaming service. So if you wanted to play this PS3 game or PS4 game. You uh you get paid the service just to play these games online, which uh mm-hmm. which is fair. Okay, fine, you can do that. But the fact of I have to uh, subscribe to a service that I'm not interested in, you know, to play these games from previous generations, that kind of hurts me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, uh, I was gonna let you finish. Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, people like people are starting to be afraid that Sony might be a little too invasive into what they want in their consoles now. Mm-hmm. I, I remember if uh if there was an article about it somewhere, but I remember hearing that uh, during the PS2 era, uh, Sony, they were trying to push more of those 3D um, sort of games. So they didn't want to see any more like 2D side-scrolling or platforming kind of games anymore. Mm-hmm. So they were 
So they were telling developers like, nah, well, we don't really want to focus on that. We want to focus on the more just 3D stuff. Mm -hmm. Just recently with a PS4, um, basically they were saying like, uh, okay, these are the new guidelines and um, you can't have this kind of content in your games anymore. And this became, really? it became very problematic too for some, most of, for a lot of developers, including uh, developers in Japan as well, because uh, I believe they moved their headquarters all the way to uh, California now. So if if the uh, developers wanted to speak with someone uh, with a Sony uh, representative, they would have to you know be up late at night because uh, they're over there at night. It's daytime over here in, in the states. Yeah. So they have to be up at a late hour. They have to discuss with them and wait for a feedback. And if they get approved, that's great. If they don't get approved, that's bad because there's going to be more development time into adjusting what things you know they approve or don't approve of. Developers, mm -hmm. uh, especially small ones, they're uh, finding it very. Um, they, they think it's terrible and they think it's very uh, ridiculous how they how the system works. Just you know how to put all this stuff you know just to get into what Sony likes. Mm -hmm. So so I guess you could say like they can be anti-consumer uh, at times and at times. And they could be a little problematic for some developers as well. Mm -hmm. Well, that's well, that's not the same for now. I think nowadays they're kind of in a better spot with with a lot of developers and consumers. Well, maybe not consumers, but more or less developers. Do you consider what they're trying to do with the PS Five? Uh, yeah, possibly. Mm -hmm. So let's move on to like why people shit on Xbox. I think. It's going to take up a lot more time because uh, let me just end up with this current generation of the Xbox One, which was, oh boy, that, that can be just said the least. Um, you want to start us off, Daniel, how they, uh, how people just come to dislike Xbox basically over this one generation? All right, so let's start with the first mistake, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the console at the time when it first announced? Had to be always online, uh, no used games. You must have the uh, the connect connected at all times. And let's see, I think that's just about it. Uh, right before the launch of it, you also got to remember the comments made by um, what was he? He wasn't the head of Xbox, was he? Yeah, I think he was. Oh, uh, uh, it was Don Matrick, I think is his name. Yeah, the comments he made. <clears throat> Um, around the always online aspect was... I remember what he said. Well, for those that don't have online, you know, connection or a form of internet, uh, we have a product for them. It's called Xbox 360. Yeah, it's just... You're essentially sounds like your consumer, which is not a good idea. And you, you forgot one one thing, uh, Daniel. They, they try to be more about... They try to take control more of your TV room. Like, they try to implement all these stuff that was like, Hey, look, you can do all this stuff with your TV through the Xbox. And I'm just like, why? And they, they had a whole conference for this to announce the Xbox yeah. where they showed off the model and, you know, for what was it like a 40 minute um, introduction or like conference? I don't recall. It was so long ago, but yeah, it was, it was a huge focus on like, on uh, the Xbox One being like the center of your entertainment room, like that's why it was called the One. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, you know, like you could plug your TV into it. You could like command, you know, do all this stuff for like TV and, and stuff like that. And it was uh, not well received. I think 
I'm pretty sure it was later said that half the reason, like one of the big reasons why they went so hard on this sort of like big thing is that uh, you, you kind of forget that, you know, Xbox is owned by Microsoft and Microsoft's uh, one of their biggest rivals is mm. uh, Apple. And I think this was around the time when Apple was talking about the Apple TV. Uh, you know, like, uh, so, you know, so I think for, for, for Microsoft, they just thought, Hey, we already have like a way to like maybe try to get to TV before TV space, your entertainment space before Apple and we can use the Xbox to do that. So I think that was definitely sort of like one of the big like things about it. Mm -hmm. Like one of the main influencing factors as to why the Xbox was planning to launch in such a way. Mm-hmm. Granted, they did roll back a lot of that stuff like before launch and the months later because they quickly realized, no, we're not going to do well. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if they dropped the guy mid like before the release. I, I think they did get rid of Don like Matrick. After, like after E3, right? What happened? Like the Don Matrick, they'd let him go after E3, right? I don't know what happened with Don Matrick. I think it. I think he just resigned because I know he's with Zynga now. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, like I still remember like that same day uh, on Xbox's E3 conference, like stocks for uh, Microsoft went down fast. So it's like, and like they showed off games that were like impressive. It was just like during E3, but it was just like you couldn't get that foul taste out of your mouth when it came to the whole DRM, you know, policies. Connect always online. Oh yeah, I forgot the Connect was supposedly always watching you or something like that. That was like a rumor they spread. Yeah. Which was like creepy in itself, but I was always like, oh, I better give them a good show then. Yeah. That was always my response. To that. They didn't really show the games that we wanted to see, um, especially think, for that first conference until it was E3. Because yeah, like, go ahead, Dan. Uh, the only thing I remember from like uh, the introduction conference. Uh, they just showed off Call of Duty, but there was no gameplay. It was just showing, like, oh, look at that pretty graphics we're doing with it now. And then, uh, yeah, they were just showing off, uh, I think, Madden and then 2K. And it's like, okay, it's basketball and football just with better graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what I'm expecting with Madden or 2K games. And they focused so much on the TV aspect. That's what really hurt it. But I think, it, but I think even then when they started pulling back on those um, talks that – even then, people still felt sort of that some. I knew some people that felt like, "Wait, aren't you got that Xbox One? Doesn't that have all this in them?" Like, no, they backtracked a lot. That people still had that sort of, you know, perception, perception that that was going on. Heck, probably the probably Sony's PlayStation's most famous video at the moment is in their gameplay trailer or any announcement. It was them making fun of their game share op, you know option like you know xbox you can't share games um once it's locked in there it's locked in there so i can't give daniel my copy of one or what hail whatever because like it's only logged onto my computer and it won't let him play it so sony went ahead and made this video this fun little sketch of two dudes who's like this is how you share a game yeah, it was it was one handing a, a yeah. It was one one dude handing one another guy a game, and that's it. it was just the, you know making fun of the whole Xbox doesn't you know fucking share games, 
and ever since that day. And plus, not to mention the design and the price tag for Xbox is what really hurt it too. Because yeah. I, I wasn't it also like six hundred dollars. No, it was five hundred. Ooh. And the PS4 was selling at four hundred. Yeah, like thing. Uh, what he did before with uh the Sega Saturn at the time, uh, it came out say as a hundred dollars cheaper, and that just made it way more appealing. Mm-hmm. And like ever since, I think um, Xbox has been really struggling. Especially since considering this generation, there wasn't that many exclusives. Like there was Gears and there was Halo, but they weren't as popular, or like they took too long to come out. Fable was one of them, another big, you know, game that they have announced, but that would they that got canceled, you know. Yeah. Scalebound. Scalebound. That that still hurts me. That that hurts me. hurts me every day. Well, and and if you watch like. Any of like development of that game, like you know, I kind of understand why they canceled it. It wasn't gonna work, but it, it would have been so badass. <laughs> and like the games that came out of launch, it was it was pretty decent. We had Dead Rising Three. Um, we they came out. Uh, the creators of Ratchet and Clank, Insomniac Games, they they released a uh, Sunset Overdrive. That was a fun game. That was a, that was a fun game, and then Killer Instinct was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Still is. And they Rare came out with a with a collection called Rare Replay, having like thirty games from their history of the company. Well, that one and that one took a little longer, but there's also there's also the whole Timefall. Timefall came out first on Xbox, the first one, and that was a fun game. You know, there was a lot of things lacking from it. Even I remember that, but I had a lot of fun with it. But you know, they were all very lackluster. Yeah, like for the most part. You go ahead, Daniel. Yeah, like uh, yeah, several like the exclusive, like like you were saying, Titanfall. Like uh, it was the next big game from the guys uh that used to work at Infinity War making the Call of Duty games. Uh, they came out and Titanfall was just a was just a disappointment. And then like after maybe one or two years after uh, the console came out, that's when the, the big giant drought happened and it hit them. Uh, and we were left wondering what's the next big Xbox game. Mm-hmm. And you know we had, you know the Master Collection which was fine, but you had so many bugs. Like, I can, like, how long did it take to download on there? It's, it's not even, like, the downloads. It was, it was, like, matchmaking in general. It, like, took a long time. You know, to get into matches. You know? That's right, and it took, and, like, just now, I think, just now, it's now working pretty good. Yeah, because they definitely went back to it and, mm-hmm. like, like, really tweaked everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're still tweaking it even now due to, like, you know, releasing uh, the Master Chief Collection on Steam and uh, PC. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the fault of, like, Xbox. They kind of bit themselves in the, you know, I guess the right way would be, like, they shot themselves in the foot, you know, because last generation, they were so, you know, Xbox was sold very well. Everyone was having an Xbox. So they, I don't know, they must have had, like, this idea that we're all fine. We'll be fine. They'll they'll, they'll, they'll accept our brand because we're brand loyal. We have brand loyalty. But this is the moment where so many people started, you know, leaving for play- for PlayStation because they didn't like any of the rules. They were left with a bad taste in their mouth with, like, how everything was done, especially with the main guy. And there wasn't much for people to do. But, I mean, I remember back in the day, you know, when PlayStation 4 and Xbox One came out, there were people who who had a PlayStation jump to Xbox 
and only to end up going back to PlayStation. I've had those friends and I've known those guys because PlayStation didn't start off with a lot of great games, but they came back with some knockouts like God of War, Spider-Man. What was another game that they came Uncharted. They came back with those games. And that's, I think that's one of the main reasons why people are so attached to PlayStation because they have the games. Xbox, I feel, has a better service, though, at the same time. Yeah, and uh, it didn't help, too, like, uh, which I still think it was a great decision for Microsoft, where uh, instead of releasing their Xbox games on a PC, but uh, most people, uh, uh, they're either, like, a Nintendo and uh, an Xbox or, PS or PlayStation owner, or a PC or a second console owner. Just because we didn't do a whole PC Master Race talk. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so like uh, since you, I can, since I can get the Master Chief Collection on PC now, and I don't have to pay for Microsoft uh, Xbox Live Gold anymore, why would I want to go back on on Xbox One again? Exactly, that's kind of um, what I'm saying. But it's one of those weird things where Xbox is doing this stuff that they're so pro consumer. That's kind of weird. Yeah, and yeah, which which I'm glad that they're doing. It's a great choices that they're making, but at the same time, like there isn't a lot of games coming out for it, and Literally, my Xbox is just a rare replay player. Mm -hmm. And I think now we're getting into the whole point of, you know, this current gen. We're, what generation is this? Eighth, ninth? Uh, we're going into the ninth generation, I, I, would, I, I would guess. Although, yeah, I would say it's the ninth generation. Ninth generation, right, Daniel? I think so, yeah. Wait. Yeah, I'd like to double check for us, please. Because <laughs> sometimes I forget. I thought the ninth generation was like, but essentially, you know, with the rat, I feel like nowadays the cold console war, it's kind of like died down. They're all basically just chill with each other. You know, nowadays you have like crossplay, which is something you never think would happen. Heck, you, Daniel, you, me, and, you know, Kelvin, we all played like that Power Rangers fighting game. And I'm the only one with an Xbox, and you two have a PlayStation. And yet, here we are. All three of us, with different systems, playing a fighting game with barely any problems. I say barely, because, you know, sometimes that game does have a lot of problems. Connection issues, mostly. But um, are we in the ninth, ninth gen? Uh, uh, we're in the eighth generation. Oh, okay. You know, I was wrong. Yeah. But, you know... Nintendo Switch is at ninth. Okay. Uh, but the PS5 and Series X are ninth, right? Yeah. Okay, so, you know, as we go into the ninth generation, um, I, that's when, this is when we start seeing more of the console war again. People are saying, you know, fuck Xbox, fuck PlayStation, all this kind of stuff. And it's sort of like rising back, and now we start seeing more of this brand noise. Like people who are like, whatever with Xbox, and are like, nah, man, it's all Xbox. And then people who are PlayStation are like, no, nah, it's all PlayStation, especially with like... You know, the newer stuff they're announcing, and now I think that they, PlayStation and Xbox kind of know what they're doing, and knowing not to know what to say and what not to say, they're kind of like, this is probably one of the more interesting moments of this sort of console war idea. I don't know. Um, I guess I'll take, let you guys have, take the rest. Yeah, like uh, right now, I, I don't really see a lot of hostility. I mean, you do. But right now with uh, PlayStation, they mostly have their hostility towards PC players because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just recently, uh, what was it? 
Horizon Zero Dawn that came out recently onto the PC. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, there are a, co- a few uh, extreme diehard PlayStation fans that are against the idea of that. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, don't you want to mod stuff into your games? Well, it's it's brand loyalty. It's like we were saying. It's like basically what we were talking about the whole time. That's a game that was primarily on PlayStation. It's the reason you you are proud to be a PlayStation owner. Yeah. Kind of like how Xbox are proud to be, or most or Halo fans are proud to be Xbox owners. Yeah. So, the moment it jumps on there, it's like heresy kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think the last, yeah, I think literally the last time where like uh, you know a console war, it sort of mattered, but it didn't even matter that much back then either. It was during the 360 and PS3 era. Mm-hmm. Three. Yeah, we'll get some stuff that was only available on their console. Same thing, vice versa with the 360. For example, like uh, Mortal Kombat 9, you get to play as Kratos and P- on the PS3 version. What does Xbox get? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, Sonic Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, uh, underrated uh, racing game. On Xbox, you can play as Banjo-Kazooie. What does uh, PlayStation get? But don't they get? Really? They don't get a Crash? No, like even if they wanted to, uh, Crash Crash belongs to Activision now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and Batman Arkham Asylum. There was a there was like a map where you could play as the Joker. You couldn't do that on a 360. Really? Yeah. What? I mean, yeah, like the only time you would say it is like, no, you want to get on PlayStation because we get all these cool exclusive modes and stuff you could do, or no, you. Don't gotta be on xbox you get all this cool extra stuff and even then it didn't really affect the game that much uh, unless you're playing something like mk9 and yeah you get an mm-hmm. extra i mean i've seen i've seen more of it i've seen it more now because of the recent announcements of ps5 and series x like whenever um there's the, the you know when playstation was done with their whole presidents there were there was a huge like you know fuck xbox you know <laughs> remember the memes that came out of that like the trash can meme, yeah, the trash can meme, the, the fridge, and all that stuff, yeah. and then that kind of sparked the whole thing. And I think people are more inclined. Are, it's around now where people started saying, like, "Are you an Xbox guy or are you a PlayStation guy?" It's literally, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a connection that you both are gonna love. It's literally that episode of South Park where they did a Game of Thrones with Xbox and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You mean the whole setup for the game, uh, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. It's all. It's all admit that was a great episode. Yeah, it was a, it was a great episode. It's an amazing episode. It was an like, amazing episode. Yeah, because like you know, friends are talking to each other. Say, okay, who are we gonna be playing on this time? Because like we all got to be on the same console to play with each other. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I don't think this should ever be an issue anymore. Because yeah, now like crossplay is, is really accepted and it's everywhere. Yeah, I've. It's. I was gonna say that too. Crossplay has now become a sort of. A want in gaming. I think most people that um, are unaware of it are probably the guys who are still arguing about the PlayStation, PlayStation versus Xbox. Because, mm-hmm. like I said earlier, you and me, we played Power Rangers. Yeah, like I was playing Power Rangers on my PS4 while you were on your Xbox. Like that happened. It's happening. He, Joey, you and I tested out Rocket League with Xbox One in. And Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a uh, it was a definitely interesting experience. And I remember I remember one party. It was you know it was a family gathering. It was you, me, and some of our cousins. We all played Rocket League 
in different systems. Yeah. I was like, what? You can do this now? And there's such an amazing bond there that this is why I say that, you know, people who don't know about the whole crossplay thing are probably still the guys who are still arguing about the whole console war today. Because nowadays we kind of want the crossplay. We don't want it on, on most games, not all games. Like, we want them in some games now. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, look up, look up Fortnite as much as I hate to bring it up, but, uh, it's, uh, it's almost on everything. Mobile, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, PC, all five of those different devices can play with each other now. You're right. And same thing with PUBG. Heck, Apex Legends is on the way to join that. Yeah, Apex is coming to a Nintendo Switch, uh, which surprised me. Oh, heck, even the one that's kind of like overtaking Fortnite, Modern Warfare, like their whole, you know, Battle Royale, that's on, you can play that with your PlayStation buddies, Xbox buddies, PC buddies. It's not a Switch yet, is it? No, I don't think any copy yet. Well, you know, the same, same day. You can do that. Heck, you and one of our family members did that. Yeah, you played with him on on Warfare, and you were like, "Oh my God, we can do this! Let's get you gotta kill immediately." Uh, I mean, <laughs> it happens. I was there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the one that got killed. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's 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 fun. It's that's what I'm saying. Like nowadays, you just kind of chill. You're, the only reason I see people still complaining about it is people who like, um. Just don't know what's a thing. Because nowadays I see, I don't know, I've been seeing comments, especially on Twitter, when it comes to, because, you know, like I said earlier, at the time of this recording, either it hasn't, has happened or hasn't, um, the Xbox showcase. I've seen PlayStation owners go like, come on, Xbox, I want you to do good. I want some healthy competition. You don't see, you never thought, 10 years ago, you wouldn't thought that would happen. No. You'd see a PlayStation guy supporting a Halo game. What? Is this the wrong timeline? It's like, it's like, oh my god, did we just step into a different a parallel universe? Like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. It's just like we're we're now in the time where like you know a lot of gaming is still coming together, but people still want that sort of you know competition, which is fine. I think that's what kind of the console wars I've dealt. Have like um become now just healthy competition, you know, between Xbox and PlayStation. Heck, stadium. Um, you can have Stadia, you can have Nintendo on there, and we're basically all basically just now chill because, like, you know, we're all gamers. We all want to enjoy our games. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting time, I guess, in terms of like how uh, you know these console wars are seen. In, uh, um, you know, in, 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 uh, in, our, in this gaming community. Yeah. I'll never forget the moment where they had the presidents of both PlayStation, Xbox, and Sony all together in one room. Everyone was like, yo, are we gonna, are you guys about to announce something cool? No, it was just, uh, it was just a thing of like, you know, solidarity. Solidarity and unity. And, you know, it still, it meant something. And that's kind of like where we are now. You know, if you're on Switch and you're on Xbox and you're on PlayStation and you want to play a game, pull up the Fortnite or whatever. Let's go. Yeah. I think that's about all we can say about this whole console where it's like, because I'm pretty sure we're all kind of neutral on it. 
I mean, yeah, like, I really don't have a problem. I wish Xbox would come out with more cool games, because... We'll wait for this Thursday. Yeah, because I think the last uh, Xbox game I ever bought was uh, Quantum Break. Oh my god, I forgot about Quantum Break. And that was a pretty solid game, as I recall. I guess. I mean, it never interested me whatsoever, yeah, so... Yeah. It was weird. I thought it was okay. I thought it could have been better. I think it was kind of, like, cheesy that they, uh, they make gameplay with, like, TV episodes of it. Mm-hmm. Well, they try to do something with it. But, I mean, like, like you said, you know, we have to wait and see, you know, how this turns out. I think, as a... We're, we're at this point where, like, we're all just fine with it. We're all kind of neutral now. I mean, the only ones that are still at it are, like, and being negative towards each other are people who just can't, right, just don't, I guess, the the, the, the best way to say it is, you know, they haven't accepted it yet. And, you know, we're all kind of like gamers, we all want to come together and we all come and play. And that's why Sony got their shit on, shit on, because, like, they were like, no crossplay, and they're not going to do a Sony, uh, Xbox, and Nintendo. And the level of hate they got was like, okay, never mind, we're, we're going to do crossplay, guys, come down, come down. But, you know, we're... We all just want to come together and play. Yeah, it's a it's a healthy community, kind of, sort of. For the most part. Mm-hmm. Listen, all I'm saying, Joey, that I'm banjo for next gen. Come on now. And it's not gonna happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I'm, I'm just uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just yeah, I'm just being realistic. Wednesday. And now, guys, this has been our talk about the whole um, console wars, brand, you know, loyalty when it comes to it. You know, this is more of a chill talk because, you know, I think because we're all, we don't have um, a say on each side. We're all pretty neutral about it. But we can talk, but we both see, all three of us have seen both sides of the arguments. Some good, some bad. Some that are, you know, that's kind of understandable. Some that are like, Okay, did you need to calm down? You know, they stopped doing the DRM policy like months ago. Calm down, because I've met those people and it annoys me every day. But you know, we're we're at a point where we're all just having fun. And you can be a PlayStation guy, Nintendo guy, Xbox guy, PC Master Race, whatever you want to call it. We're all just here to have fun. But you know, that's the end of this episode, and we're here to say our goodbyes. So if you are listening to us, be Please hit us with a five star on iTunes. Be sure to check us out on other so other podcasting platforms from Spotify, I guess I iTunes, Pandora, Castbox, and Google Play. If you're watching the video version of this episode on YouTube, please hit us with a subscribe to us. Hit the bell icon. Hit us with a like. Comment, subscribe. You know, comment, subscribe. All that good stuff to help us, you know, get to where we, you know. Just in better places. We also have a Patreon. So we want to do a lot of cool stuff, guys. We can only do so much in these trying times. So even a little bit is good enough for us. You know, we're all trying to do our best now. And social media. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where we always try to update with you guys about our new episodes coming out and anything cool that we that's going on right now. Who knows what we'll come up with. And that's about it, right? Yeah, I think that's, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I mean, I usually have Kelvin doing it, but, you know, he's kind of sick at the moment, so <laughs> he doesn't want to bother people with his bed, though. Kind of stuff, but, you know. 
yeah, so it's been a good episode. So let's all give our sins off. Starting off with you, Daniel. All right. This was Daniel. It's been you, Daniel. It's been your boy, Eli. We've been the Gusentarians. And, yeah, have a nice one. Peace.